And for a closer look at those market moves, is Jacques Pretorius from Sinai Securities joining me, joining me now. Jacques, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. All right. So local markets still upbeat on the back of that MPC decision, but also U.S. GDP data, Jacques. Um, is that all driving these positive sentiments? Yeah, so okay, obviously we saw the uh, uh, US GDP coming in slightly better than expected on the market. Also, the um, non-farm payrolls or um, uh, figures also looking slightly better than expected. Uh, the one figure that was behind the curve, uh, what came in lower than expected was private consumer expenditure. And I think that's a positive right in the US market for inflation. So my personal view is I think the inflation has peaked in America, uh, but we still have a very robust economy. Uh, you know, previously we thought we might have a, a, a very hard landing in the US. That might not be the case. I think everything points to me now that perhaps we might have a softer landing in the US, uh, given the, the data that we've seen uh, recently. And uh, obviously the dollar being strong on the back of that, um, we saw the rate increase in South Africa yesterday. I think uh, the market in general expected uh, 50 basis points. So it came in slightly lower than expected, which is a positive for us. Uh, perhaps one of the reasons why we see our, seeing our market robusted on the equity side. And obviously getting very close now to the top in our interest rate cycle. There might still be a 25 basis point rise in March, depending on the figures we see in February. But yeah, that's actually in the balance now. So we're very, very close to the top of this interest rate cycle. Um, Jacques, another thing we have seen coming out of America is that mixed bag of mega ca um, cap tech companies. Um, is that at all driving global market sentiments or are our market participants digesting that as they go? I think our market is digesting it as it go. Remember, they had a very, very tough market last year. Um, the NASDAQ down nearly 30%. Um, you know, my thinking is, is that as soon as you see a turnaround in this interest rate cycle, and it's possible in the second half of this year, we'll see the uh, prices of those tech stocks start rising again. The market will start looking at it, anticipating that early. So we've obviously seen some of those prices come off their lows in the, those markets. Um, you're seeing some of those tech stocks uh, or tech companies, right, reporting that they're going to cut a lot of jobs uh, in the next while. Uh, so that's definitely on the cards. That'll further dissipate, dissipate right inflation, uh, but I think there's potential there for their market to perform slightly better this year than we saw last year. All right, let's bring it home. Talking about retailers, yesterday we had Truths come out, um, and they said that you know they see 70% of their total sales are account sales, so on credit. Lewis coming out today saying something very similar, um, Jacques, that really uh, you know consumers are feeling the pressure of inflation, um, still willing to take on some expensive debt, but also they are seeing a growth in credit sales. Just take us through um, these numbers and also what you're observing from Lewis. Yes, we're definitely seeing that um, that the credit sales have been increasing more than the uh, the cash sales. Uh, that is a definitely a function of a cash flow constraint that, that the uh, private consumer uh, has. Um, they obviously do am going through a difficult patch, but we're also seeing companies that are able to actually grow their uh, earnings slightly better than the than the other. I think the companies that were early to implement um, 
generators and another form of power, right, into their stores. They seem to be doing better and they seem to be taking market share from some of the other players. So it is a bit of a mixed bag. I think it's going to be a slow slow recovery or slow um, year in recovery for these uh, companies from an earnings perspective. Um, but they obviously, as we reach the top of the interest rate cycle, these are usually the companies that tend to do very well. So those companies that um, are the discretionary spend companies, the market will anticipate right uh, outperformance of them going forward, let's say nine and 12 months from now, and you'll see their share prices start moving beforehand. Mm. So that is my analogy on that one is. I think um, for me, Jacques, what will be interesting has when we get, you know, the full picture and full year results, we'll be looking at impairments, you know, and how much um, provision has been raised for this. Because uh, I think Lewis might have a very similar um, revenue recognition process to um, Truist, and that is to recognize the revenue up front. Except for Lewis, um, this hasn't really done anything for sales. There's only a small increase there. So people just actually aren't buying. Um, they're only buying if they really have to. Is that the picture that we're getting? I think that is the case, and it's, it's especially the case in your discretionary spend, right? Mm. So you'll see that the food rate retailers have done okay, but the, the other retailers where it's more discretionary spend, right, mm. has been going through a much, much tougher time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that will probably be the case for the first half of this year until we see some relief from the interest rate cycle and your discretionary spend becomes a bit more. All right. Now, um, Jacques, your stock pick is Tungela Resources. Keen on this one. Great 2022 um, year for Tungela. But 2023 hasn't been great thus far. Um, why are you banking uh, on this one? Yeah. Okay. Um, we saw a trading update from them in December, I think, for the third quarter. Um, you know, the, 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 they reached a high of 380 Rand in September last year. Right, they've fallen quite a bit, you know, they've come down to these yesterdays, I think we saw levels of close to 210 levels. Um, I still think they're going to have their best uh, earnings year ever, right, when they report in March. Uh, They're still saying that we're looking at between 125 and 150 Rand of earnings Mm. on a 210 Rand stock. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they paid out 60 Rand in, uh, what was it, September last year, around about there. Uh, there's a very good chance that we're going to see a very big dividend again this year. Now, obviously, the market is concerned uh, on the commodity side going forward. And perhaps the coal prices won't be as robust as we saw, saw through this crisis period. But it'd be still in the midst of that, and it's holding up for the time being at a reasonable level. So, you know, it's not inconceivable that we still see above 100 trend of earnings for the next year, 2023-24. And these guys are talking, the management is saying that they're paying around about 30% of their operating cash flow um, to in the form of dividends. So, you know, you could quite easily conservatively see another 50 to 80 rand next year right in dividends. You know, you're talking of a, a dividend deal of 20%. Sure. And that to me is very attractive. So the share price have come back to a level where it's very... Uh, a big support level currently. And I do believe that it can bounce off this level. It's just stock looks very cheap. All right, Jock. So banking on um, Tungela Resources to put cash back in your pocket. Thank you so much um, for your time there. That was tonight. Securities, Jack Pretorius.